The god of the block, she did them back. Every single time and I drop, the shit is a wrap. For the niggas hating the kid, I'm closer to stop. Cause all these bitches wanna come talk and sit on my Turn it up. Every time I give you pink shit, they're knocking your whips. Come on, nigga, always do his thing, bitch. Locking the strip, come on. Love mommy just dancing and they shaking their hips. After that, they get All right, we ready? We ready? How we feeling? Revolt Music Conference 2017, how we feeling? Check, check, hello, hello, come on now. I need a little bit because I'm about to bring out some very special people. How we feeling? Let's get a little energy moving on this side, on this side. How we doing, we doing good? Got a hand up, cool, cool. Are you guys ready to ask Diddy? Who's ready to ask Diddy? Okay, I just wanna let you know the man is five feet back there, he's listening to this. So I'll ask you one more time. Who's ready to ask Diddy? All right. I think, I think the chairman might approve of that. So thank you so much for coming to the Revolt Music Conference. My name is Amrit Singh. I'm one of the hosts here at Revolt. I'm gonna be right there hanging out with some of you people who are gonna have some nice questions for the chairman. So you'll see me later. Right now, I'm gonna bring up the moderator of this event, person who's very near and dear to Mr. Puff Diddy Combs. He is the lifestyle specialist. Give it up right now for the one and only Kenny Burns. The dream, kill yourself. Everybody having a good time, make some noise. Are you having a good time, make some noise. Are you enjoying Revolt Music Conference 2017? Make some noise. Okay, we need shots of Ciroc and Deleon to everyone that is old enough to participate. Happy birthday to all the Libras. Libras in the building. Scorpios, we up next, make some noise. Okay, before we get started, I've always been told that you have to celebrate the greats while they're here. You have to celebrate the people that you admire and you respect while they're here. So without further ado, Mr. How to Get a Bag himself, a living legend, stand up and greet our chairman, Sean Puff Daddy Combs! Thank y'all, thank y'all. Yes. How y'all doing over there, everybody? Good? Before we get started, yeah. see me? The, the, the panel is how to get to the bag, so I put that money green on, you know? Yeah! Hey, yo, check this out. I just want to apologize to y'all because it's my fault that we've been bouncing around from room to room because at the last minute, I was looking at the panels and I said, you know, we don't have something that we really need to talk about. And so we came up with hip hop versus Trump and it kind of turned everything upside down on purpose. Did y'all like that panel? So, so we, pr we pride ourselves on professionalism and, and, and your time. So thank y'all for being patient and moving back and forth. Hopefully I could share some things with y'all that'll help y'all to make your dream come true. Thank y'all for coming and God bless y'all. I love y'all. Cousin Jeff, you did your thing on that, Cousin Jeff. We appreciate that. Yeah. You did an amazing job. Give it up for that. Cousin Jeff, y'all. So, Puff, we know you're about to 
go and give a large bag to a, to a situation that's near and dear to you so we know we don't have a lot of time. So we're going to jump right into how to get the bag. Tell us about the hustle. What's the mindset that you need to have to get that bag? Mm. You have to be serious. We live in a time where um, I think people don't understand what it really takes to be successful or to be great. And as young men and women, when you're dealing with business, it's the mindset that you have to have is, you know, I was, I was a serious child, you know, and I was serious about my dreams. It wasn't a plaything with me as far as what I was dreaming. And, and me, let me make sure y'all can see me over here. Seeming like y'all want to get to the bag <laughs> on this side. That side over there. Ooh. I need to stay close to the money. All right. But um, I'm going to stand a little bit because I feel more comfortable on the stage. Do your thing, Puff Daddy. Do your thing. Yeah, so, so I would say the, mind, the mindset that you have to have, you definitely have to be a little crazy. Um, your, 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 your faith and your belief has to be crazy. You have, to, you have to see what's not there and manifest it to be in there. Um, but the mindset is that I was a dreamer. I was a dreamer. I started this whole thing as a dream. And then the day that I turned into the combination of a dreamer and a realist, that's when I started to really go. You know, and that's, that's saying, like, don't be afraid to close your eyes and dream, but then open your eyes and see the reality of what it's going to take for you guys to be successful. Um, you're already born, a lot of you in here, and born into a situation where the score is against you. So the level of greatness that you have to be to really be able to make a change and affect everything is... is you have to be greater than what they consider what's out there as great. So that means you have to work harder. And that's the reality. And that's, that's the world that we, we're growing up in. And the only way we can change it is by embracing that. So that mindset, that relentlessness, that craziness, and really facing reality of what it's going to take to achieve your dream is something that that I think we all have to have if we really, really, really trying to get it, not trying to play around. That's right, give it up for him, y'all. So, also Puff, I've known you over 20 years, man, and a lot of people that are around you today have been around you this whole time. More importantly, your family. Give it up for them Combs boys over there. I see. Stand up, stand up, let them see y'all. Give it up for them Combs boys. Say hi to the people, baby. The dream is definitely real. And I, I love what you're doing and how you're bringing them into the fold, by the way. But how do the people you surround yourself with affect your personal success? Yeah. Um, the road to the bag is definitely tied to your team and the company that you keep. If you are surrounding yourself with different energies that's not on the same wavelength as you, if they not praying for you, inspiring you, supporting you, or showing you a better way. Hello? 
Remove them immediately. Or you could take them to church. Pray for them, take them to church, but you can't help them get there, though. You got to take care of yourself. You know what it's called? It's like we was talking about the other day. It's like being on an airplane, and the thing come down. You got to take care of yourself first. You know what I'm saying? Put the mask on. Put the mask on. <laughs> I hear that. So all them people that say that your friends really ain't your friends, they really down for your growth, do what? Get rid of them. Okay, Puff yeah, Daddy. Yeah, but, 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 but even, even on, a, on a, just not to throw it away, really take some time and really... Look at who you're surrounding yourself with. Look who's to the left and to the right of you. Are they like-minded? Are they disciplined? Are they pushing you forward? It's so simple for us to solve this. A lot of the hardest problems are so easy to solve. We just have to take those steps which are hard. And um, be mindful of that, because trust me, that energy is going to affect you. If you're around thugs and gangsters, you're going to be in jail. If you're around casters talking negative, you're going to be negative. If you're around some brokenness, you're going to be ro broke. Preach, Puff if, you're around some <laughs> if you're around God and some money, you're on your way. You're on your way. <laughs> you're on your way. And I didn't get a chance to speak on the, um, on the panel, because um, I wanted to come and learn. Um, but straight up, that hip-hop versus Trump, the only way that we could get busy and, 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 and really make a change is by money. It's money. For facts. It's, it's money. You know, that's the only way you could really, really, really make a change. We could talk all day and night on these panels. If we ain't got no motherfucking money, ain't shit gonna change. Facts. And so that's why... That's why everybody here, I say that, and I try to make sure I say things to give a solution. So I say that to say, everybody here is so important. It's so important for the rebuild of, 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 of our nation. It's not just about us in here. It's about us, but then we have to make sure that we take that back and to help our communities. And that's the only way that we could get to that is if you guys in here really get to the bag. Give it up for that, y'all. I hope y'all tweeting and Instagram and then Facebook and then Black Planet. Is Black Planet? Okay, great. Um, Puff, competition. You all about the competition. You've been number one on Forbes forever in hip hop. You've amassed so much success. How healthy is competition? And give them the difference between competition and hating on the next man. Yeah. Um, stand up for this. Come on. Get, get your phones out. Over here. What's up? Y'all trying to get to it over here? Get What's up? Get your phones out. Yeah. Um, when, when, when I look at the, the place that we're in, it, it's, it's all related to the lack of opportunity to be able to compete. Um, when I'm going into different industries, there wasn't nobody that looked like me in those industries when I went into fashion. It was Russell, and it was Carl Kanai. They opened that up. When we went into spirits, there was like nobody there as far as that looked like us. And even on the record side of things, as far as really being able to have funding to compete at a high level, you know, that wasn't a reality. So when I look at 
what's going on out here. I don't know if we have enough of that competitive spirit that's going to take for us to win. If we don't understand that we're going in to a job interview and you're competing with people of other colors, white, Asian, even Latino, they first in line for those jobs. You know what I'm saying? They first in line for those jobs. So you have to understand, in order for you to get the job, you have to be able to compete. In order for you to get to the bag, somebody else wants that bag. You have to get that bag. But then after you get that bag, we got to make sure that we circulate it. You know what I'm saying? At least, it ain't even circulating one time. But I got to go, we need to get it to 15 times. We need to keep that in the circle right there. And that's a competitive thing that we, as a people, need to get to. We have to make sure that we're raising our kids to be the smartest, the boldest, the brightest, the best, that we're talking to them in a competitive nature. I speak to my kids like, you really going to do that? Is that great? Is that going to make a difference? Are you sure that's what you want to spend your time doing? So that competitive thing just opened up a big door because that's one of the things I, I want to instill in you guys. I look in, I, and, 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 and I shape my career sometimes. I use, I, I use the muse of LeBron James. LeBron, and he motivates me every day. I see him, he's, he's up at six in the morning. He's playing his music. He's loving what he's doing. He's conscious. He's, he's working out at six in the morning. He don't have to really work out at 6 in the morning. He's working out at 6 in the morning harder than everybody else. That's one of the keys. That's why you'll say I, I'm number one a lot. This is a fact. We know. We know. And, and, and I want to give you all why that is. The reason is... No, I changed up on no sleep. We're going to get to that. I, I'm remixing no sleep because that's not right. <laughs> we, 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 came, we came to set some things right. We came to set some things. So you can we, change. We, we, got, we got some new rules and philosophy. Don't think this is going to be the, this is the evolution. So, man, um, I just want it. I want it more than almost everybody in here. I, I, want him, I want him more than almost everybody in here. That's what I'm talking about. You got to stand up for yourself and be able to compete. That's right. And you got to put the work that it's going to take to do it. I don't know if you're going to do the same work as I'm going to do. I'm going to read up on it. I'm going to say they're going to be like, yo, let's go to live tonight. I'll be like, I'm not going to live tonight. I got to get to the bed. Hey, yo, let's... Hey, yo, let's Let's smoke some. I can't. Nah, I'm not smoking nothing with y'all right now. I got to get to the bag. There's a time and a place for everything. There's a time and a place for everything. But you have to be ready. We got the same 24 hours. You got to use your time wisely. And you have to be ready to really, really do the things other people aren't trying to do. And That's those right. are the simple things. Educating yourself. Everybody asks me, what's the number one thing you could tell anybody here? You got to start with education. One of the things that we can't really move forward right now as a people is not just, 
of the situations that we're in, we don't even have knowledge of self. Hello. So when you don't have like knowledge of self, from that level of educating yourself, first of all, you have to educate about yourself, about yourself. So when you're walking into something, you know I'm a king and I come from the greatest engineers and architects and math, 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 mathematicians. Take <laughs> you your know time. what I'm saying? Take your time, Puff. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just, it's the, you know, the educational part of it. We got to get back into, into reading. <laughs> I know it sounds simple. Let's do a chapter a night. Make yourself do a chapter a night. That's the, th that's the power. The power is right here in your mind and right here. And if you're not, if you're not filling this thing up, you don't stand a chance with a beast like me. You don't stand a chance. I want you to have your own. I don't want you to just work for me. I want to be a partner with you. But you got to be a beast like me. And most importantly, you have to be a beast like you. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So let's uh, give it up one time. We can't hear y'all, man. Make some noise, man. Y'all getting, you're getting some priceless information. Uh, Puff, like us all in this room, we have been following your career forever. Let's go to our Google chat. Malik Berry from London, UK. Are you there, Malik Berry? Are you there? Malik, what's happening, champ? Can you hear what's us? What's good, sir? What's good, sir? What's yeah. up, man? Technology's a motherfucker. Hey, did you see Malik? <laughs> hey, yo, every, everybody say hi, Malik. Hi, Malik. Yo, so, yo, so Malik, yo. You, you have a question for Mr. Combs. Go ahead, brother. Yeah, Mr. Combs, how's it going, sir? Big fan. God bless. Um, Thank you. Yeah, um, you know, looking back on how you started Bad Boy when you was 19, um, are there any specific business moves that you know that you know you made back then that would have the same impact in today's culture? I like that. He's saying basically, would Bad Boy be the same today if you started it the way you started then? Wow. Oh no, is that the question? I'm confused. Yeah, no, that was the question. Say it one more time. I'm trying to wrap my yeah. head around. <laughs> it's so all right. Look, it's it's all right. We, we, we also got to learn a little patience. It's all right. Let's just be patient. Tell me what it is so I can digest it. Yeah, so looking back on how you started Bad Boy when you was 19, are there any specific business moves that you made back then that you know would have the same impact in today's culture? You was the king of the street team. You was the king of hand to hand. Yeah, I, um, I think, I think it's definitely back to those level of basics. So to your question, when I look at Bad Boy and the future of Bad Boy, it takes a certain type of youthful energy. You know, I'm kind of spoiled. I ain't gonna lie, y'all. I want to be on the yacht and shit, <laughs> and I want to like just chill at the crib and chill sometimes. That level of grind, you can't chill like that. I done did that. In order for me to keep going and have a quality of life, I have to empower younger, brighter, smarter minds that's for this next generation so we can continue the legacy in the same order as we did before. So I would say that God blessed me with, with, with the greatest blessing in the world and that's to have kids. So I have three sons and three daughters and they will definitely um, be taken over.
and be implementing all of the things that we started with. So to answer your question, so like the street team stuff. Right now with CYN and, yeah. and Christian. So 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 I got I got an announcement too. So um nobody knows this, but um when I when I went to to do something with Epic, um I was I was doing something because of LA Reed. And um, he's no longer there. And just due to the times of what's going on, I decided like, um, that I wanna, I wanna do something I've never done before. I wanna pursue the vision and dream of just you know, being independent. To really That's show it, that full level of independence. And I say that to say that the same hustle that it took in the beginning is what my kids are gonna have to embody going forward. So it's going to be up to them if they really got that level of hustle, if they really cut from the bloodline, if they really, really, really ready to be yeah. great, then they could do it. Give it up for Justin Combs and Christian Combs in the building. <laughs> hey, yo, you, you, you know, let, let me show you one of the greatest things real quick that God blessed me with. Zaya, come here. This is Heavy D's daughter. Yeah, God rest. Gianni, come here. Gianni Harrell, what's up, boy? This is, Andre, this is Andre Harrell's son. Christian Quincy, oh, y'all, y'all come up here. Oh, Quincy in there with Quincy? Hey, yo, Swiss, where's Swiss's son at? Swiss' son in here, you left? Okay. Kai, come here. Yeah. What's Lil, up, Kai? Lil Kev. Yeah, D-Rock. I'm going to make a point. I'm going to make a point. They're helping me with a presentation that's very informative of how to get to the bag. This is, this, is, this is real action of circulating it. This is not talking about it. You know what I'm saying? These are all of these kids up here, their parents helped me to get to the point that I'm at. And I'm in their lives, and I'm making sure they're in the right direction to make sure that they are successful and that they're taking the information that Andre taught me, and now I'm teaching them, and hopefully I'm teaching y'all. But this is really what Revolt and Bad Boy and also the theme of our movement needs to be about. It's making sure that we take care of our own. And this is a big, big statement in a picture. I want somebody to take a picture. I just always wanted That's to That's a great picture right there. That's history right there. That's history right there. The dream is real, y'all. Give it up yeah. for him. Yeah, th th this is Rube's son. That's D-Rock's son. That's, that's one of my sons. I don't, from Africa. When, when, when. <laughs> All right, we'll get back to the panel. Okay, I'm sorry. thank you. Give it up for him one thank time, y'all. Thank you, thank you. And give it up for Andre Harrell, y'all, one time. The legend's in the building. All right, Puff, we're going to go to Twitter real quick. At GL Richardson wanted to know, what is your strategy for dealing with distractions? What is your strategy for dealing with distractions? That's a great question. Yes. Something that is that you've heard about. You've heard about this, but it's that thing like, are you willing to go to where you need to go and get out your comfort zone? The number one thing that has been able to help me with distractions is two things. 
One of them is prayer. Just taking two minutes to quiet everything out and talk to God. And then the second thing, which I was like, I can't do this. I can't, I, I can't even believe I said that, is meditation. Meditation. If, if that's one thing y'all take away with, 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 from today, is just go on YouTube and say 10-minute meditation, smooth music, something. Type in anything. 10-minute meditation. I got to go see my girl. She mad at me. You know what I'm saying? Like, whatever it is, type it in and, and just, just really kind of clear your mind, you know? That That's helps. awesome. Meditation, y'all. Amrit, we have a question from the audience. That's right. Mr. C, I hope I get to meditate with you sometime soon. We can own it out together. Yes, let's do it. Na namaste, my man. Namaste. namaste. All right. So uh, I want to just also reflect the gratitude in this room for you making this time for us today and showing us that that bag is big enough for all of us. Uh, you know what I'm saying, right? Uh, sometimes we get, we, get this, uh, we get this idea that people in your position don't have the same problems as we do, but limitations is something that Mia from Philly is going to talk to you about right now. Right, Mia? Yes. First off, thank you so much for taking this time. So we have a question. I'm an entrepreneur myself, but as one of the most groundbreaking entrepreneurs of this entire universe, we have a question. How do you stop from hitting a ceiling? We know your can't stop, won't stop. But what is it about you that keeps you diversifying what you do so that you never hit a ceiling where you can't go higher? Yeah, check this out. Yeah, good Great question. question. Great question. Thank you, man. Yeah. The truth of it is that you're going to hit a ceiling. You're going to hit a couple of them. Um, I hit a ceiling like two and a half years ago, and I was just uh, I was going through a lot of um, different injuries and stuff from touring, not taking care of my body not taking care of myself. And one of the things I wanted to make sure that I had in my notes is that, you know, health is wealth. We could... And, and the mind, the mind is, is, is something that you have to like kind of, you got to protect. And so, you know, I had hit my ceiling. I had all of this stuff going on. But it was just so overwhelming. It was coming. It was coming too fast, and and I've even had that when I didn't have a lot of things going on. So I'm saying that to say, like, I go through the same things that you go through. I was depressed for a while. I was just feeling like I didn't know what I want to do. I was in, uninspired, and and that's part of the journey of life. That's part of the journey. The only way I was able to get out of it was I had to write down on one side of the page, "This is the problem." And then on the other side, that this is the possible solution. And something as simple as that, that got me up out of that funk, you know, got me up out of that low point. And I still go, I still dance in the darkness sometimes. So if, you know, some days somebody may see me, I may have, a, I just may be in that, in that, in that vibe. That's, that's like a part of it. And when you hit your ceiling, the thing that you have to do is you have to go back and retreat and re-strategize and refocus and set a plan, that's gonna be the only thing that's gonna get you over that hump. God bless. Thank you. Wow. So, Puff, you mentioned this earlier, how important it was to have the finances to fight what's going on in the world right now. Why is entrepreneurship important to the black community? Um, entrepreneurship is the cure for our poverty. 
Entrepreneurship is the only cure for our situation, our, our, as far as our financial situ situation. Because somebody said today, like, you know, jobs for African Americans is, is, is we're tri down triple. Three times since three times. Trump took office. Yeah, three times since Trump got into office. If you're sitting here and you're waiting for Trump to come and save you, or anybody to come and save you that works in D.C., um, not saying everybody, but, you know, the, the establishment, that's really not going to happen. You're not going to hear none of that talk here at Revolt, you know? We have to be accountable. We have to be accountable for ourselves. And... No, it was just how important is entrepreneurship in the black community? Yeah, back on subject. Um, entrepreneurship is, is the only thing that we could do. That, that's the real, real cure. Because if we don't have money, nobody's going to give us the money, okay? We have to use our minds. We have to use our minds. We have to use our relationships. We have to understand what is the reality of what's going to get us out of this situation. So you're like, okay, are they coming to save me? Once you get over that they're not coming to save me, they do not give a fuck about you or me, then you can handle that. Then like, okay, I got that. That's the real. God, what do I do next? And, and that's up to y'all. That's up to y'all to figure out a way out of no way. Because right now you're in a no way situation. But where they fucked up at is was they started this thing called the internet. And so when they had... There's this thing that, that I want to do a, a documentary on through Revolt on, and it's called Black Wall Street. And I know a lot of y'all in here know the story, but, you know, um, before segregation, we had our own communities, and we thriving, and we doing our thing. And they just was like, yo, we just going to go and burn and lynch all them niggas. That's what they said. And that's what they did, as right. hardcore as it, it was. And that took that entrepreneur spirit out of us because they made it so blatant. They just had black people hanging from the trees. But then they did this thing, they fucked up. It was like, did this thing called the internet, who we use it the most. A lot of times it's on bullshit. But now it's going to be used for us to be able to have our communities without having to be right there in that place. Because right now, in, in two years, you're not going to go down to the store and buy something. But you could go online, and, and you're going to go online and buy something, and you can make sure that you're buying from something in your community. And that's going to give birth to a lot of entrepreneurialism. You're seeing it right now in hip-hop. You're seeing the power. You're seeing these kids. You, you, you got this generation, and the generation after is going to be the most millionaires that will ever produce. But with that comes the responsibility and an understanding that entrepreneurialism is not just a way to be successful or make money. It's even deeper than that for us, and that's why we have to support each other, because it's actually a cure for our poverty. For us, by us, y'all. Give it up for uh, Mr. Combs one time. Let's go back to the uh, Google chat. Google chat, Zaskia from Berlin, Germany. Zaskia, are you there? Zaskia? Am I saying your name right, love? Zaskia. Yes. 
You said it perfectly, right? Oh, the dream I'm is impressed. real. You have a question for Mr. Combs. I do. Hello, Mr. Combs. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. Thank you. Um, so my question is, how do you decide on going forward with a business or eventually cutting it? Like, are you going about it more intuitively or more analytically? And what are your parameters to decide whether you're going to cut a business or go forward with it? Yeah, um, I, I used to be one of those entrepreneurs that I, I didn't really do a, a detailed business plan and a, a thorough global assessment of whatever industry that I was trying to get into. And I, I lost a lot of money that way. And one day I lost a lot of money and something just jumped into my head. If it don't make dollars, it don't make sense. And so I listen to my gut, but if it don't make dollars, it don't make sense. Right. That's okay. it. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Love to Germany. Twitter question, Puff Daddy. At hear what I'm saying, ask Diddy. They say every strong man lives by a set of rules, and that is his foundation. What are your set of rules? God first. When it comes to getting to the goal of the, of, the, of the greater good, I know how to put my ego to the side. You can't really have, not saying you, we all possess ego, but, but it, it's really, really hard to really get to a successful point and have ego, because it'll stop you from doing things that you need to do to take care of your family. And so I would say that, family, and the team that's around me. Right now, my, my future is dictated on the team that I build. It's, it's changed. I hit my ceiling, as she said, on how much I can do. And I've gone from me to we, and, and not just the way of I want to give back, just on the way of I want to make money. I want to make some money. I can't, make, I, I can't really be successful by myself. I need other people around me, so you are, you are as great as your team. Give it up for that. Amrit, we have another question from the audience. That's right, Kenny. You know, it's not everyone that can sit in front of a picture of himself and actually keep their ego in check, so I applaud you for that. Really. Yeah. That's real. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, it comes down to heroes and legends, and, and actually that's what Jordan's from New York City, 26, he's got a question just about that, heroes and legends, right? Yep. So you yourself, you're an influencer, man. You've been influencing the culture for 20-plus years. I mean, hell, we're all here because of you. You influenced us. So I'm curious, though, who influenced you to become the mogul that you are today? Other than LeBron, of course. <laughs> um, I would say my, my main source of motivation has been Andre Harrell, you know. Stand up, Andre. Stand up, Andre Harrell. Give it up for Andre Give it up for yeah. Andre Harrell. Give it up for Andre Harrell. Love you, OG. And, um... You know, my whole life has been my mother, my mother's work ethic. Miss Combs is in the yeah. building. Hey, I, remember there was, I remember there was a time my mother had eight jobs. Eight jobs. I'm not even exaggerating. I don't even know how she has so many jobs. Eight. <laughs> is that good for you, brother? Thank you. Thank awesome. you for coming. How many artists do we have in the building? Put your hands high in the sky. Of course, uh, Puff, this is a very important question uh, for artists. What is the biggest issue facing the hip-hop industry right now? 
what to do with the power that they have, what to do with the power that we have. That's the biggest, that's the biggest thing. And one of the reasons why we have this here is because everybody's crying out for leadership. Everybody's crying out for, you know, what, what to do with their power. I think people are more conscious than ever, not just because it's, it's a trend, it's just like enough is enough. Like you just be crazy just to keep on getting killed and not getting no help and not being able to get a job and getting the, your, your communities flooded with drugs. In a minute, you're just like, yo, hold up. This is, I got to get up at, out the insanity, you know? Man. Yeah. Give it up, y'all. One more time. So... You're on the way to do something very special for a place that's dear to you with some friends that are dear to you, so we know that you don't have a lot of time left. But as you close out, Puff, give them, you know, the scope of what's next for our culture. You've been a visionary from day one. Give them that scope. I think I could pick up from the last one just to make sure that I close that up the right way. Um, we have hip-hop is the most powerful culture in the world is this thing is growing at a all time you know I'm looking at some of the streams it's, it's some of these kids it's like nah they done passed us you know and there's a lot of power that comes with that and a lot of change that can be made and I think that it's important for all the artists to be aware of the power that you have. When you go into a venue, you can make sure before you go into that venue, like, do they got some of my brothers and sisters working in there because unemployment is down? You know what I'm saying? Just don't hear it and not try to do something about it. Everybody was asking, what can I do? You could do something. Believe that. You could do something. Just do something. Don't do nothing. You can make sure on your writer that you have black brands. You got to know the, the, the difference between the brands. You got to know, you know, with Ace of Spades and Ciroc and partying and the, the different um, clothing lines and, that are out there. And also just even the people that you making sure that you hire around you from the technical side. There's this belief that, that, that we don't have a lot of people that are proficient and, and masters of everything behind the scenes. And that's just a lie. It may not be in front of you, but you have a duty to look for it and to be conscious of the team I'm building around me and my also empowering my community. And I think that, that that's very, very important for the future of hip hop. And I think the culture right now, I think that we have to be able to, to evolve and to understand our power and to grow, and to keep striving to make great music. And it's easy to follow the wave of what's going on anytime there's a wave. But as artists, y'all have a responsibility to do something that has never been done before. I want to hear something I've never heard before. I want to hear a direction. I want to be cut to my soul. And if it ain't that, there's a, there's a place for some of that. But your responsibility as an artist is to push yourself to greatness and keep pushing and pushing and pushing. Well, you've led by example since your entree into the pop culture spectrum. We salute you. We appreciate you. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Mr. How to Get the Bag, Sean Puff Daddy Combs. Thank you. 
Hey, yo, hold on one second. Let me just say this. I want to say thank you all so much for coming out to this conference. This year has been the best conference ever, and it's because of your energy, your, the, the, your pursuit, your pursuit of being successful, your pursuit of following your dream. Don't stop following your dream. Know that Revolt is here for you. We are a platform for you. We are a voice for you. Keep hustling. Keep networking. I see you all tonight. We're honoring Queen Latifah, Scissors performing, Lauryn Hill. Put on something nice. Be safe out there. I love y'all. I love y'all. Thank you very much. Peace. Frank White got sex appeal. Bitches used to go ill. Still toast still. Trying to see five mil off the single. For real. You ain't phasing the amazing. While your gun's raising, mine is blazing. See, you want to see me on talking sweetness. Take it for weakness and leave quick. Rock up, rock up. Fella, bad boy, collabo. MC, every man goes. Full. Uh, Nigga, skip the ball, cause we mad at doors. Snatch the P89s that we pack in the drawers. And we clap the doors of your Acuros. Snap like cameras on amateurs. Make you all dance, hold a hammer to yours. Jigging big rock ice, no cracks and floors. Everybody got a part to play, back to yours. Run up in your crib now, crack your doors. Watch the real players live. Hey, yo, CYN performing at the pool right now. Come to the pool party, 8 p.m. See the whole CYN bad boy mob perform. It's lit. Shakers in Vegas, you can't break us, lost chips on Lakers, gassed off shack, country house.